My parent, my kids aren't allowed to touch anything. Honestly, we we duct tape mittens to their hands as soon as they get out of the shower. I thought this is one thing I can do that Dan Class has done. We spoon feed them even to this day. I I bought the whole illusion. Now, which illusion is this? The the illusion that you were Dan Class. It's a journey or something. It's a journey or something. Hey, it's time uh, once again for the bitterest pill. Uh, so basically, what happens is, the, uh, you know, I uh, this Dan Class. My name is Dan Class, and I sit in my garage, under the flight path of Los Angeles International Airport. I scream into a microphone for roughly an hour, and uh, and then uh, you know whatever. I forgot to turn off my iPhone. Hold on, you know you got to turn your uh, iPhone to airport setting. Airport setting? Airplane setting? Because uh, it interferes with the incredibly sophisticated audio system that I have set up here in the cinder block, uh, you know, and fiberboard. What is it? Drywall? Thank you. Box. There we go. Airplane mode on. Oh, my gosh. You think we were trying to launch a rocket in here? It's, it's just talking in the night. Now, as I record this, my, uh, my friend, my my far more even uh, keeled friend. Listen, you know it's it's quarter of eleven. Well, by now it's probably eleven. It's eleven ish p.m. Uh, on a Monday night. Now we didn't speak last week, and the weird thing about that is, you know, last week was supposed to actually be my really super productive week. Last week was supposed to be the week that I had just all the time in the world to get stuff done. GSD. Because last week, both of the kids were in camp, theoretically, quote unquote, all day, which means, you know, really school year hours. Uh, you know, Princess T was gone from 830 to how does this work from 830 to three. Hudson was gone from nine to four. It was supposed to be my big. What did I get done? I, I, I Nothing. Wheel spinning, water treading. I, uh, you know, and I saw my friend Jeff, and we're going to talk about Jeff uh, extensively in a moment, but I saw my friend Jeff, and he said, hey, what well, you been, I mean, I've been so busy. He goes, you know what, Dan? You're the busiest guy I know that doesn't have a job. And it's true. Actually, my, my biggest talent, frankly, may be achieving nothing. I, I'm really beginning to think that that's my, you know how everybody kind of has a special purpose? I think that might be my special purpose. I am some sort of black hole of productivity. So, yeah. So, all right. So here, I don't even know how to get into this. It's not that I don't know how to get into this. So, so my, friend Jeff, my friend Jeff came on Sunday. And um, my friend Jeff. So Jeff, my friend Jeff is Jeff Newland. Now, Jeff Newland, uh, you know, still lives in, uh, works in, uh, raises his kids and has his family there in uh, Rochester, New York. Rochester. And, um, man, I've known Jeff since, uh, I won't say what year, because I don't want anyone to, you know, drive off the road. But uh, I think Jeff and I probably know each other since, uh, you know, the seventh grade. I'm sure we had shop or study hall or something together. Sometimes it seems like my mic is making a funny sound tonight. Hey, do you hear that? Uh, meh. 
Is something going wacky in the old system? How, how many years can you shout into the same microphone before it goes belly up? I have no idea. Okay. So I've known Jeff, uh, Jeff uh, Newland, you know, since the seventh grade. And then right there toward the end of school, we kind of even became uh, outside of school friends. You know, you have your inside school friends and then sometimes other like, right. I don't know how that happens. Then people come outside school friends. I don't know. So Jeff and I, well, Brahm and Jeff, this friend of mine, Brahm. Hey, Brahm, are you there? I don't know. Brahm and Jeff, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Jeff was here. Jeff Newland was here. Now, Jeff um, Jeff is someone else whom I, I believe I may have inspired to do a little podcasting. Now, he did or does, does, did, past tense, maybe, slightly, a show called um, Leadership Starts Here, which I have to say uh, is was a great podcast for uh, anyone who uh, is a manager, you know, like at a, cor- a corporation or a company, manager, any kind of leader or a mentor. Now that's Jeff's big thing now. I don't I don't even remember exactly how he kind of got into that area of expertise, but his area of expertise is uh right at the moment he, he's in the mentoring business, like the big brothers, big sisters type of mentoring business. Now he ran whatever that means, the uh the Rochester office of Big Brothers Big Sisters for a while. And now he is spearheading uh Rochester mentors, which is uh, to be kind of an umbrella under which all mentoring happens in the uh, Rochester area. And then he also has just a kind of a particular interest, fascination, expertise, wisdom in, uh, you know, human potential. People living up to their uh, whatever, right? You know, like like me, maximizing my uh, wasting of lives. So needless to say, first of all, I was very anxious for Jeff to come you know, he wrote me a couple of months ago, a week ago, two days ago. I don't know. He wrote me a couple of months ago. And he said, hey, Danny, one of the few people that can still get away uh, with calling me Danny. There's Jeff, Timmy, uh, Aaron, and uh, and maybe uh, Cousin River. And that's that's and my sister. That's pretty much it. And no, no one else really pulls out the Danny business. Maybe my Aunt Candy. I have an Aunt Candy. Do you have an Aunt Candy? I have an Aunt Candy. Maybe sometimes she calls me Danny. I'm not even sure. Anyway. So he writes me, hey, you know, I'm going to be on, a, I'm going to be here July, whatever it was, last Sunday, blah, blah, yada, yada. So I'm like, hey, you know, great. Listen, I might get a free podcast out of this. You know, here's Jeff, Jeffrey Newland. He's going to be here. He'll be right near the garage. He has a podcasting experience. He's he's done the mic time. I'll just get him in. I'll interview him. Now, sure, it might be the third uh, show in a row where I've had somebody in here and I haven't been talking by myself. You know, that's really what this is all about. I know. But maybe I'll get a free podcast and I can milk him for information on how I can actually get my, straighten myself out, start living up to my potential, but maybe as an actual human being, instead of this, uh, you know, shadow facsimile uh, illusion of a human being, right? Maybe I actually do something to contribute to society in some way, instead of really just being kind of this self-centered, you know, uh, sociopath and the, who occasionally records his inner monologue and passes it off as some sort of stylized uh, performance art. Now, here's the problem with this whole scenario. Um, 
some things you have to learn the hard way. Some things you can learn the easy way, some the hard way, right? Some things you can anticipate, some things you don't. Sometimes you might anticipate something if you gave yourself the room to anticipate things, and then other things you don't give yourself the room. <laughs> so this is what happens. So we come into the studio, and I'm not sure how to present this to you, and I don't know what form this is going to take when you hear it. I don't know if I'm going to dice this up. I don't know what's happening. We come into the studio, and the idea is, now the girls, my wife and daughter, have gone to the grocery store to buy some food that we will make into a dinner and serve to Jeff. The boys, meaning Mr. Newland, myself, and young Hudson, will hang out at the house, and then, uh, uh, blah, right? So we hang out at the house, three guys, we're shooting the crap for probably an hour and a half, cover every topic under the sun, have a great time in the house. The three of us, we're eating pretzels and snack crackers and cheese and peanuts and cherries. We're just gorging ourselves on junk, junk and, and, and cherries. And then about an hour, hour and a half into this wonderful conversation that we're having about life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and child rearing and everything. Uh, I say, hey, you know what? Should we move? And I didn't say it seductively. Should we move this conversation into the studio? You know, not, not like that. That's gross. But essentially he said, hey, guys, should we go out into the studio and maybe record? And Jeff says, yeah, sure, if you want. You know, uh, you know, he wasn't pushing it, but he wasn't stopping it. And Hudson said, yeah, sure, sure. So we decide we're going to come in here and, and continue our conversation. We have no agenda, do we? No. We don't need one. It's just a visit. It's just a visit. Let's just start. We're going to start. Ready? He was just on the podcast, the last one, the yeah. one I just put out. And so we've gone we've gone over all of this yeah. like ten seconds ago. I understand. H, can you not bang? Okay, bye. Please. Okay. Are we recording? Yeah, we're rec- this is yeah. We're not putting this in the show, but yeah, we're recording. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you gonna bang? No. Do you need to put your hands in your pockets? No. <laughs> okay. Okay, strike one. And I've done this before. I did it with Seth Harwood when he was here. And I, I got to not do this. You know, when you go on the David Letterman show, and I'm not by any means comparing myself to Letterman, but, I, but I'm just telling you this because I've heard this about that show. When you go on that, and I have never been on that show. I wouldn't know from firsthand experience. Trust me. When you go on that show, they have a, uh, you know, a producer or a booker you know, show booker, somebody pre-interview the guest, whoever that guest is. Not David Letterman, but they have, right, a, a person, a staff member interview the guest and they say, okay, well, what do you want to talk about? Oh, you you got a new dog and uh, you've been doing charity work with, uh, you know, Clean Up the Valley and you've been, uh, and you've got, oh, and you've got a funny anecdote about this. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. And, and then while you're waiting to go on or you're waiting for the show to start, Letterman might swing by the green room or the dressing room and go, ha, 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 hey, you're going to be on the show. Shaky, shaky, and he runs away. Now, obviously, the reason he does this, he wants to save it for the stage, right? He doesn't, right? Okay. What I do is I bring the guests into my house. I talk to them for an hour, and then I come out here and wonder why uh, we got nothing left to say. So already at strike one, 
all the interesting chit chat about me when I had hair and uh, all the weird, you know, all the high school stories and the what's going on and who is this and what. We've covered all that around the table in the house. So strike one is we're starting to record a podcast an hour into a conversation. So the three people come in here and soon realize that there is not enough room for three people to sit around in this tiny little studio. There's enough room kind of for two people and coincidentally enough chairs for two people. And hey, guess what? Enough microphones for two people. Not for three, but for two. So Hudson brings in a chair and he sits it down. Kind of next to me, but the way the table's angled and we don't, we're not sure what to do. And he, he's kind of, so he's, he and I are going to share a microphone. He's kind of behind me. He's next to me, but he's kind of behind me. And he's leaning way back because of the way this chair is situated. And he's a leaner backer anyway. So every time he wants to interject something, he has to lean forward. And every time I see him leaning forward, I know he's leaning forward, so I got to stop talking. So then there's this lull. So Jeff will be talking and he'll say something. And then I'll, since Hudson's leaning forward, then I'll stop talking. And then by the time Hudson leans forward, the moment is gone. And Hudson's like, Rat tails are funny, you know, and then it's like, oh, we don't know what you're even saying. Where do we I, begin you know, with, you know, with Russ, Jeff Newland? Where it all began, Dan. Where did it? Because I was right there when you, I was one of the first people on this planet. I'm not sure I want to hear this. To see the remanufactured, the reissued Dan class. Because you've told the stories. Which stories? You've told the stories how when you moved to Fairport. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is our little town in upstate New York. Right. We grew up in. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone was born here. <laughs> everyone, Please ignore that. Yeah. There. That yeah. small man. He he knows not what he says. This so, is not like you don't understand though. Like what, radio. Because I even right. do. What? Dan, you got me started mm -hmm. in this whole podcasting thing. Did I? Yeah. Yes, you did. And you um, because what because I, I thought this is one thing I can do that Dan Class has done. Right. Finally, you finally found out found one, one thing. thing. And uh, uh, got started in it and all mm -hmm. that. And uh, I lost my train of thought, Dan. Well done. I, I, Hudson's over here the drawing train something. ran off the tracks. Yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. Well, you were doing a podcast for a while. And, Are you still not I, doing I, it? I, I it's called um, Leadership I, Starts. It was Leadership here? Starts Here, but I also do the one for, for uh, Rochester Mentors, which is the organization I run. It's all about human potential, but it's all about the journey of a normal person. Trying to seek their human potential. Well, let, let's talk about this because basically I keep having friends come over. Well, not friends and, and not keep, but I, I, basically here, here's what I want to do. I want to start having people over and I want to pretend to interview them about their, uh, you know, what they do. Right. Really, it's a completely self-serving thing because I am a mess. Mm -hmm. So maybe what you and I should talk about is fulfilling uh, potential because I am not fulfilling anything and I'm going to die soon. I see. You know what I mean? I feel like my time is running out. And I've embarked on all these journeys, but I've never seen one to uh, its destination. Or is there a destination? Well, you know, Dan, here's the thing. And how do I figure out what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I don't think it's uh, laundry. Yeah, yeah, see, see the thing. Are we well, allowed, like, Bill Murray in Ghostbusters, with, in Ghostbusters 2 when he has that, like, psychic talk show? Now, here's the thing. 
Can, is, is there he, a filter for him? Yeah, is he going to be just random? Yeah. The uh, uh, no, actually, I'm just kidding because he had that very. But it is like his reminded me. You got me. Back. I'd be talking more if I had my own microphone. I have to speak out of dad's. This poor kid. He has to share something with his father. I remember now. You got the train back on the track. What I remember is that that the one, probably the best compliment I ever got about my podcast, and this is why I won't talk about the podcast itself so much, Okay. but what you do, Okay. the one great compliment I got, I mean, there were a few, but the one great one I got was someone wrote me an email saying, thank you for your marvelous approachability. Mm. And that's what I got from your dad, Hudson. Because wow. he just gets on there and, and just talks about what's going on. That's right. And you feel like you can listen. You're not going to get a should. It's not going to be a shoulddy podcast. What's a shoody podcast? Just, hey, here's what you ought to should do. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? You don't want to do a should. should. You don't right, want to do, no, 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 no. do a should all over yourself. That's right. That'd be shoody. <laughs> it's all about uh, just, here's where I am, man. Because very few people actually do what they should do. That's exactly right. Everyone and, and, should not, like, eat. Like oh, we should all really be vegans and not well, and never ever throw paper in the trash stuff and never like cut down trees. But we don't care because we use paper and we eat mm. cows and all that other stuff. See, I'm from upstate New York. We are actually advocates of global warming. <laughs> well, so, trust well, me, we, actually, ever we actually leave the in, car in Rochester. We leave the car idling overnight just to <laughs> to warm so up get the a blankie, so get a right. blankie going yeah, around like the that. neighborhood. Ozone schmozone. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I like that. I, you but know, I think back east I could probably sell some ozone schmozone yeah, T-shirts. I think you could. Yeah, I think you could. But I'll tell you, Dan, I came here and I just want to say, bitterness is in the air. Is it, dude? Yeah, yeah. it's just. I mean, it just, just exactly. I mean, just what I was looking for. Really? Yeah. Bitterness from me, or no, from, not, not actual just in general. The bitterness of the pill is here. You it are. Is here? You are. You are the pill of bitterness. Well, you. No, is it the microphone that keeps cutting out, or is it my headphones? Uh, Have you heard it? I didn't hear it cut out at all. Oh, I guess my headphones are breaking. Super. Could be. Um, well, it's f- so funny. We were in the... There, so like, I heard that. Oh, you did hear that? Uh, yeah. So what's going on? That might be me. I'm playing with my volume. Did he do it? I'm I don't playing think with so. my volume. Well, do, play with your volume now. I'll hear what. Do, wow. do, uh, yeah, he's doing it. How is he able he, to do that? <laughs> now try. No. Hey, Hudson. We're trying to do a podcast here, and you're trying to derail it the whole time. Could you? How shall I put this? Not. Okay, fine. And it's not that Hudson can't hang with the boys. He had been doing it for an hour, and you've seen, you've heard him on the show. It's just, and I didn't realize it at the time. He needed to be belly up to the table. He needed his own microphone, and he needed to be in my eye line. Not just Jeff's and not behind me, but in, like, we all had to have equal footing. And we didn't. Your son's not actually laughing at you. No, you know what, though? I have to pause because I'm going to yell at Hudson. Hold on. Oh, no. Yay. Good time to Okay, hold on. Now to Lucy, I'm going to pause and yell at Hudson. And everybody's getting frustrated. And then my wife and daughter get home and my daughter comes in here. So now there's siblingness. Right? Because if you have two kids, you have a son, you have a daughter, and then you've got the third, the two-headed beast that is the siblings. So we go from then the three of us in here to the four of us in here, the siblings. And then the siblings have to kind of like jockey for position. And then suddenly my daughter, who has no interest ever whatsoever, whenever I ask her, no interest at all to be on the show, 
Suddenly now she wants to be on the show. So now he's got to fight for his non-mic time with her. So next thing you know, then they're wrestling around in the chair, the foldy chair that's in here kind of behind me. I can't concentrate on anything because they're fighting. Hey, Hudson. What you doing, buddy? I'm he, he disconnecting unplugged. my headphones. I know, but why? Because I'm not, she's stolen from me and they're affecting your well, stuff. <laughs> but they're affecting my stuff when you turn the volume down, not when she stands there nicely wearing them. What's really going on, buddy? That you that you, you don't really need her interfering? Yeah, partly that because I'm. What's not that like? Anything. What's it like when when someone's interfering with what you're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's always the chief interferer who can't stand another interferer. Exactly. Mm. Oh, we're lost, Hudson. Hudson's leaving. Oh, see now 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 I'm gonna be in trouble with my wife. Oh yeah. Thanks, kid. Sorry. And all I want to do is talk about maximizing my potential. And I don't see that right in front of me, I'm missing an opportunity to maximize the situation. I don't, I don't have it in me to step back from it and in the moment. I'm too cramped in the corner, physically and literally, but also just kind of emotionally. I'm like, eh, this is kind of a weird, you know. Jeff is here, and Jeff, I love you, but I don't see you more than once every decade. You're a friend of mine from when we were teenagers. It's a little surreal that you're here, and man, I would love to just kind of like focus and be 17 again, And but there's this kid in here, and he's my kid, and he keeps kind of interjecting, and he's really great at this, except not now. And I just didn't have it in me until it was too late to figure it out. I didn't begin to figure it out until Hudson was leaving. And he wasn't leaving like, ha, 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 I'm going to leave and go have some fun somewhere else. It was leaving like head down, leaving. Like, yeah, blah, 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 leaving. And I'm pretty sure there's no way that I'm maximizing my potential if I'm making my son that's sad. Now, maybe for some people it's easier, kind of fun, or kind of who cares or whatever to make their son sad. I can't. I just, and especially in this situation where he thrives, where we thrive. I mean, if you heard the last show or two shows ago or whenever that was, he's fine in here. He's great in here. And I let him down. I let him down. I didn't protect him, so to speak, in this situation. And after he left, I don't even know if Jeff and I spoke very long because I just knew I had messed up. Then I went in the house and he looked really sad. And I think he'd been talking to his mom about it. And he just looked sad because he's young. He's 11. He doesn't get mad at me. He gets sad. And he was sad. And I had to say to him, buddy, 
Listen. I messed up. I'm so sorry, but I messed up. You needed a microphone, and you needed to be at the table. You needed to be with us, and you weren't with us. And that's why it didn't feel like you were with us, and that's why it didn't sound like you were with us, because you weren't with us. And I should have made sure you were with us, because I wanted you to be with us. But you weren't. You were behind. To the side. Out of my vision. And I'm sorry. Because you're great. You're a natural. And I love you. And I always want you around. And I always want you on the mic. Always. And he got it. He understood, I hope. He seemed to. He seemed to rebound from it. And we had a great dinner. Hudson likes to sit on the sofa with this old laptop that we have on his lap and work on this or work on that. Well, the, the power cord on this laptop is fraying. And he pointed it out to me. It's really getting bad. And it's going to short out at any moment. And it's right where the plug is. So I don't know. I'm kind of looking at it like, I don't know if I can take this plug apart. If this thing goes south, you know what I mean? Like take this plug apart and rewire it, which is something I don't hesitate to do that kind of thing. But I just don't know if I can physically get in there, rewire it, and then get it back together and have it work. And the battery on that thing died ages ago. We should have replaced it. We never did because it's just one of those that you always figure you're going to get a new one or you don't care. It's not going to be a problem. Well, if the battery doesn't work, when this cable goes, we got nothing. The laptop is dead. So I said to him, Hudson, you have to officially not use this laptop again until I can pull everything off of the hard drive. And so the other night, I went and got a hard drive, and I plugged it in to that thing, and I started transferring stuff. Not everything, but, you know, kind of selectively. And I found a couple of old recordings. And one of them was this little tidbit, which shows, and this is from when my daughter, I think, was two years old. Just to give you some sort of insight into their relationship, even when she's only 24 or so months old. Yes. Hudson, shut up. Now, like I say, she's only about two years old, maybe even less. Clearly, does not have a strong command of the language, and yet she really knows exactly what to say and when. So, but then I found this recording, and uh, I assume this ended up being one of the shows back then. This is from... Like, oh, five, maybe. 
But for those of you that have not been listening to the show since day one, um, I have to assume this is one of Hudson's earlier appearances on the show. Like I say, now he's 11, but you know, this has to be five years ago at least. Anyway, this is Hudson, my favorite co-host. Now let me, I'll do the beginning and then you uh, do your thing. Ready? Hey, welcome back to another edition of The Bitter's Pill. It is uh, me, your trusty host, Dan Class, with my very special co-host, who else? The one and only, ladies and gentlemen, stand up, please, and greet Hudson. <laughs> Sorry. That's your hello is a big, like, lion growl? Sorry. Wow. Now, Hudson is not actually always a co-host. This is a very special honor for us. This is the second one in a row now, right? That yeah. you and I have done? Yeah. Together? Forever? Yeah. How have you been, buddy? Good. Go, yeah? go, go. Good. Do you have a lot to talk about today? Uh, no, no, no. No? That's good. Always There's good for a podcast to not have There's anything on your mind. There's two things that I have to tell some people on the podcast. What's that? Can you speak up a little a bit? I made a spike. I made a little Spy Kids book of my own. I know somebody... I was emailing to somebody yesterday, and he had a son who really liked Spy Kids, and he goes around with all these silly little gadgets and all those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, that's right. Cameron. Yeah, From Cameron. Scotland. If, if anybody in Scotland hears this, and you know this <laughs> guy that you think I'm talking about, you should tell him that we're interviewing him. Are you talking to the Oh, fine. <laughs> you know, you're not actually doing me a favor by talking into the microphone. <laughs> it's it's more, you know, production quality thing. <laughs> you're a goof. You're a goof, man. Okay, if I'm a goof, then let's quit. You really want to quit already? Yeah. You don't want to tell people about uh, riding your bike to the library? That's not Going their... to mom's office? Daddy, that's not their business <laughs> it's not their business yeah. is that one of our private things that we rode our bikes to the library uh, no it's not private it's just not something that the whole world needs to find out <laughs> is that right okay well what kind of things about you hudson because let's let's be honest here i'm going to interview you now hudson you are an internationally known podcasting superstar yeah. what sorts of things do you want the public to know about you the man the podcaster. Well, I'm a spy because I work with my dad's bedrooms. Yeah, Spanish. you are a spy. And I have a sister that cries until dawn of dark. Mm-hmm, true. <laughs> and I'm making a comic book with Comic Life, which you've all heard about. Before. Yes, very exciting. So Hudson's going to, I'm going to do an interview by singing one of my favorite songs and then we're going to say bye. Well, what, what, what song are you going to sing? Crocodile Rock. No, it's no, no. Don't sing that. Why? Well, we'll get in trouble. We don't have permission to use that song right, on the show. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. What about, what's that song that you said you liked? Uh, I think I need somebody new. Was that one of those songs that you liked? Yeah. Remember that song? Think I need somebody new. Do you remember how that goes? No, I don't. Why don't we play it here? Yeah? And I can sing along to it so I can find out how good it really is. You want to? Yeah. 
Let's see if I can do that. See, I can, I'm not really set up to do She's that kind fine. of thing. Uh-oh. Time to pause again. To do that kind of thing. To do that kind of thing. Uh-oh. Time to pause again. To do that kind of thing. To do that kind of thing. I must buy. It's all about uh, just here's where I am, man. It's Passion. all about, dude. Seriously, you've been listening to my podcast. Did you? Did you hear what he said? He just said passion. He said passion. Say it again, Hudson. Passion. 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 All right, thanks for listening uh, to The Bitterest Pill. Thank you for taking that trip down memory lane with me. Uh, as always, give me a call if you'd like to, uh, you know, drop me a line or whatever. Voicemail-wise, 888-315-5753. Hopefully this uh, episode I'll remember to put in... Um, Hey, Dan, no, note to self, put in the stalker song, if you can find it. You know what I mean? The stalker song. Thank you. Dan Class is a stalker. Dan Class is a stalker. Anyway, thanks for listening. I know this was a strange one. I can't wait to hear it myself, because I don't know what it's going to sound like. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, hopefully I'll talk to you later this week. Um to try to kind of get back on track uh, before we uh, yeah, buy a new car and a new puppy and uh, yeah, hmm, yeah, I'm scared I'm so very scared and then um, yeah, alright, we'll talk later okay, anyway alright, thanks for listening all 14 The Bitter's Pill is produced by Jacket Media, makers of fine podcasts since 2004. Yeah. Ah. That's...